Hey everybody, Annika here. Uh, we realized that we never recorded an intro for this episode. Bear with us, we are still just trying to get the hang of making a podcast. Uh, so yeah, welcome to Critical Misfits. A not-so-typical tabletop RPG game where we just play a bunch of misfits and have fun together. Enjoy. We start our adventure at the beginning. Not the very beginning, when the gods created this land, but at the beginning of an adventure. This is the continent of Alloy, where people live in harmony. A harmony that was created by the Great Divide. I bring you into a world of magic. Magic that we all know and love. Magic that cannot be explained, but can be taught. We travel through a forest and up towards a small merchant town named Tourmaline. People are hustling and bustling in the morning to get to their booths and shops. Their days have just begun. Within this town, there are lines of carriages being pulled through, heading north towards the forest. The townsfolk call this the Wild Forest. Today is a special day for Tourmaline, as these people are not just passers-by, they're students, making their way to the Bartholomew School of Magic and adventuring. You see, today is the first day of school. We pass through Tourmaline and make our way through the forest, which has opened its dense woods to let the students make their way in safely. The first bell rings as the wave of first-year students make their way in. Arriving at the school would prove, the, would prove the first time Igor was away from the family castle, as he and his parents ta had taken the having taken the day off to come and see their creation being released into the world. Uh, drove up in their custom-made horse-drawn black carriage with golden trim, pulled by four <laughs> midnight black horses. Igor had his face pressed up against the window in wonder. The school was all he had imagined and more. Disembarking from the carriage, Igor turned to wave at his parents before shouldering his pack and grabbing his luggage trunk. Then he began walking towards the front gates with his assembled dog, Bitsy, barking excitedly to be in a new place. So, explain what your character looks like. Come along, Bitsy. Bitsy, Bitsy. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get that name right eventually. Um, Igor, of course, looks like all other Igors, which is you know a very family trait. Um, made tall by the top hat that he is obviously wearing, you know that must add four or five inches. You're guessing he's somewhere around five ten, five eleven. A gaunt, kind of ghastly appearance, um, with maybe a couple of stitches in various places, partially holding him together. The clothing is ancient looking, but although brand new, it has obviously not been worn very often, but it you know, definitely has a touch of sophistication. One that is belongs on somebody who has spent a lifetime in servitude to a particular endeavor. Which endeavor? You're not exactly sure, but it's obviously an endeavor. Shuffling along, he keeps always looking back and making sure that Bitsy is definitely with him. Although Bitsy tends to run off and has been obviously trying to dig up what, you know, there must be bones buried everywhere here, apparently. Looking around in a bit of, you know, aghast wonder, of course, it's somebody who, you know, deigns to actually believe that such things are truly possible, even as you catch him catching, um, looking glimpses around, going, hmm. <gasps> I mean, hmm. <laughs> he is ready to begin his adventure at school. So you've just been dropped off. Uh, so there's a long road leading to a fountain. And off into the distance, you can see a bunch of booths. 
as well. well. Specifically, would stop by the fountain, check his appearance, make sure it's properly gaunt enough um, before heading down and, you know, seeing what's at the booze. He has a little bit of coinage in his pockets and would definitely be willing to see if there's anything he wanted to uh, take into school with him. You know, he's especially fond of apples. Okay. So you're making your way down the main road to, towards Abbey Circle, which is what the fountain circle area is named. And we introduce the next character. A horse-drawn carriage approaches the school. It is a dark emerald green with yellow embellishments. Those of you exposed to society can recognize this as a horsey cab. A woman comes out of the cab with her bags and luggage, i.e. a hot pink carry-on and a zebra-printed large trunk. It is emptied out by the man who drove the carriage. He holds his hand out, looking for payment. Mom, are you there? Yes. <laughs> okay, I just did. He's hol- he holds his hand out, looking for payment. Um, I rummage in my um, purse, which is kind of fancy, and I um, have a coin purse that I open that has like the old-fashioned, where you kind of have to twist and then open it. And I grab a couple of coins and hand it to them. Uh, he nods his head and then runs back into his horsey cab and begins to trot away. Okay. So why don't you explain your what you look like and what you're doing here at the okay. school? So my name is Daisy Do-Right, spelled D-O-W-Right. Um, I'm a dwarf, which... Um, you could probably say I'm like in my 50s, early 50s, mid 50s human years, but 115 dwarf years. Um, I have two kids, but they're grown. And my beloved husband, Stefan, passed away. So as an empty nester, I decided that I should learn something new. And so I always liked cooking and baking, so I want to become a druid in kitchen alchemy. And this is the reason why I'm here. Okay. So, same thing. You hop off and you have your little carry-on and your trunk. And it just the same thing. Uh, basically, a lot of signs point to follow the main road to that same fountain that Igor is at uh, right now. I- I kind of look around because I'm kind of lost. I usually don't have to carry stuff. I don't see anybody, so I kind of grab my trunk and kind of scoot it along. It's pretty heavy. Um, I get to the fountain. I take a rest. And um, then I'll go and see what's available at the booth. And you see somebody sitting there looking in the reflection, you know, and who looks could be very well a valet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, so you see Igor there. He's just like looking over, looking at himself, dressed very much as a, like, uh, like a hotel, hotel valet like, would look. Oh, uh, excuse me. Are you the valet? What? Well, um, I'm not. I'm, I, I am not a valet. Um, but what you, assistance I, do you need? Well, uh, my lady? trunk is really, really heavy. I usually don't have to carry it. So, so would you mind helping me? Well, of course. I can give you payment. I can give you payment. Uh, no payment required, except maybe. Never mind. But of course, I will be able to help you. We can move it possibly together. 
together. That would be together. wonderful. That would be wonderful. Thank you so much. And I kind of look in my bag and I grab like an apple that's kind of not the prettiest apple anymore because it's been in the bag a little bit. And I'll hand it to you. I'll like hand it to you and be like, would you like this instead of payment? <gasps> oh, I love it. I mean, yes, I love apples. Well, then have Thank it because I'm not a big fan until they're cooked in a pie. Of course. By the way, uh, currently I have a strength of nine, so me with this thing would be, you know, an immense struggle along trying. Yeah. You've seen pictures where people are attempting mm -hmm. to carry way too many, you know, bags beyond behind some lady. You both have really low strength. I'm, so I'm it's, a ten, yeah. so it's a comedic <laughs> thing that you like the front and me the back, or the other way around. We're yeah. just kind of. So okay, well, we'll actually, here, lurching it along. We'll do we'll do the first strength. We'll do the first roll of the night of the show. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna have both of you roll strength, just normal strength check. Okay. Um, and then tell me what you get. Oh, I got an 18. I have a okay. question on uh, roll 20. Whenever mm -hmm. you do a roll, it always, you know, like a strength roll, it rolls up two. Is it always just do a... It always rolls at advantage or with disadvantage, just Fair in enough. case. Then always It'll just always... take the first number. Yeah. All right. Uh, 15. Okay. So you guys, like, weirdly enough, you lift up this trunk and it's pretty easy for both of you together. Like, I don't know. It's like that. It's like that first day of school adrenaline that you guys are having right now that you were just able to be like, Whoa, lift it up with both of you. Apparently, you you left the first uh, uh, or the cast iron skillet at home. <laughs> yes, and no school books yet. <laughs> um, so yeah, so as you guys are doing that, we'll get on do the get the next character. Um, most of the most of the carriages rush past this tall, elegant person as they approach through the woods on foot. The woods have opened up, which has some which is something they've never seen before. Uh, they make their way up to the front of the school alone with minimal baggage. All they seem to have is some new clothes uh, that they thought would suit the school. They approach the school in awe, having never seen something as big and elegant until now. And they came from the mountain up to the north. So. <laughs> it's your turn. What is up, guys? <laughs> Welcome back to my YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm like this. Um, is I'm very overwhelmed. I've forgotten what people were like. Hello? Does anyone want to be my friend? Hello? So as, as you enter into the school, same thing with Igor and Daisy. There's just the long, a bunch of signs, like arrows being like first years this way, like towards that big fountain that you see. Um, so. And if you want, you can also ex like kind of just describe what you look like as well, if you wish. So bold of you to assume that I know how to read. Um. <laughs> All right. So um, my name is... Rayan, but I just go by Ray because I end up at all those syllables. Um, as a moon elf, I'm 
pretty hashtag pale. Do be looking like the moon now. <laughs> um, I, similar to Ebony, Darkness, Dementia, Raven, Way, I'm not like other girls um, because I'm not a girl. Um, moon Elves said, gender, I don't know her. I stand a little bit above the crowd at 6'5", um, but, you know, it's chill. I'm used to being above everyone else up at the top of the mountain. So, what's what's the difference? Except for I'm closer to people and they're, they're louder up close. Um, moon elves have characteristic, like, blue or purple eyes with, like, golden flecks in them. Golden specks. Flex? Is that a word? It is now. I've made the executive decision. <laughs> um, and uh, has a, a trait of their parents, the hair on like top that you see is black, but then like the underneath side is like silver because, you know, genomes go birth. So if they, like, put their hair up, you can see that it's silver. Ray is, like, 80s to 90s, maybe. Time is hard (laughs) to keep track of when you don't have a calendar. But, like, in terms of, like, human years, it's about 16 to 17. Yeah, so you see all of the crowds basically going down towards the fountain. So you just kind of think, like, "Hmm, maybe this is where I gotta go. And you wait for most of the crowds to just pass by, and then you just kind of, like, walk behind them as, like, the lone straggler, just because you're like, I don't want to be near all those people. Um, And quickly pass by two people struggling with a chest. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's, um, can I, hey, do do you guys need help? Can I help you? Be so kind. Oh, I, I think we've got it. I'm, it's not really as heavy as it looks. Although, Are you sure? Whew, maybe if you we just set it down for, If we set it down for just a second. Whew, bite into an apple. Crunch. Crunch. <laughs> oh. By the way, what is your name? Oh, my... I am yes. I, I am Igor of, of of the the the, the Stenhausen Bridge Igors that I will remember later what my actual family name was. Uh, <laughs> I'll go look that up in a bit. Um, very pleased to make your acquaintance. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Daisy Dooright. Uh, Daisy Dooright. Uh, yes. Very pleased to meet you. Nice um, to meet you. Uh, and and you are looking up at uh, this tall, pale, willowy uh, elf. Um, call me Ray. Um, uh, yes, Mistress Ray. Um, it is very pleased to meet you. As you can see, um, we are combining our efforts in order to bring forth um, uh, Mistress Daisy's trunk here. Hey, what exactly is in there? <laughs> And some clothes. The entire left- family library. No, I left a cast iron pan at home. Oh, small miracles. Heavy? 
Oh, thank you for allowing a bit of a break. It's, that was good. Crunch, crunch, crunch. I think we should probably be catching up with everyone else. Probably. Sure. <laughs> Would you like to grab a corner? Yeah, let me let me help out with my big muscles. <laughs> Compared to us, they probably are. I'm like Tubbo. Like I'm like secretly buff. Like you wouldn't think it by looking at me. You're like wiry. Right. Kind of. Yeah. And then I'm just or like Wilbur, you know? Like so you, you literally think, like, you probably pick up the trunk and just go, oh, okay. You're just like, dude, what are you guys complaining about? This trunk is easy. I got it like on one shoulder. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Daisy is like, oh, wow. Oh. Don't harm yourself, mistress. Okay. You, you so, are strong. Like, <laughs> so you guys just kind of look around, try and see where all of the, like, um, crowds are going and you notice that all the crowds are congregated in this fountain as well and they're all at one boot like around the fountain uh and so you can see that all of them are just at this one booth that that's labeled first year's welcome booth and it's like a long line of people and yeah are you both new students as well Yes, despite my age, I am. Oh, you don't look a day over uh, 50. Oh, thank you. You're a charmer, Igor. Uh, should we stand in line? Well, we can, or Ray could put the trunk down and we can sit on it. Good idea. It's Good very point. sturdy. So you guys get in line and wait, or you guys wait for the line to die down? Yep. On the trunk. Okay, well, so as you guys are actually sitting there, you're just kind of like looking. So there's a total of... Two, three, four, five, six, seven, bark, eight, bark, nine, bark. ten. Get back here, <laughs> There is ten booths that are circling this fountain. Uh, and you see the first year welcome booth, second year welcome booth, third year welcome booth. You see one labeled the Adventurer's Guild. Uh, there's another one labeled the Druidic Circle. There's Alpha Wizard Theta, uh, the Badass Fighters Alliance, uh, Club of the Dead, Alchemist's Guild, and Books for Humanity are all of the booths that you guys see here. Interesting. Oh, I wonder if after you sign in, you sign up for various clubs or organizations or whatever they might call them here. I lean down to Igor like... What's a club? <laughs> um, pardon, Mrs. Uh, like the the school organizations where, um, if you stay have an interest in the uh, books, you could go to the librarian club, or if you have an interest in, you know, sword play, you could go to the people with the sharp pokey things club. Um, you, you never you, have a club. Because the weapon. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, no, like, back home, I was in the knitting club. We met once a month, and we would discuss knitting patterns and look at new yarns and and try out new things and new new techniques, and we would share them. Oh, what I is love your... knitting. 
What is your favorite <gasps> stitch? I, I love a slip knot when I have um, finished sewing up a scar. Oh, no, 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 no. Pearl two, knit two. It makes a lovely ribbed pattern. Ooh, I shall have to get you to teach me that. You know, I could possibly apply it on Bithy over there. What, you want to knit her a sweater? As, as you look, you realize that Bitsy's got a few patches that don't quite match the rest of her. Um, you know, like, like that. You, the term mud, you know, is, is bred yeah, yeah, for yeah. many dogs. In this case, Bitsy looks to have been made for many dogs. So Daisy kind of looks at Bitsy and then kind of does the, huh, like tilts her head and goes like, huh. Bitsy does the same thing back at you and then goes like, Burk. Okay. <laughs> sure. Bitsy I... then like runs off to go find a stick and comes okay. back with a stick and like looks at you and is wagging the tail with the stick. Sit there I'll and take... pl- play, you know, yeah, fetch for a I'll few times. Take the sticks and throw it. <laughs> as long as Bitsy doesn't take my knitting needles to do that, I'm 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 okay. So you guys sit and chat for about 15 to 20 minutes, and the line has considerably gone down since then. So there's about one or two people still in line while you guys are sitting there now. Oh, look, there's not many people left. I guess we should get in line now. Capital idea, Mr. Yes. Yeah. Do you have your paperwork ready? Oh, what? Oh. It's in here somewhere as I go leafing through my backpack and pull out a book and, you know, papers kind of fall down, gather them up. Ah, Here it is. I'll go in my purse and I grab a perfectly pristine manila folder with my paperwork in it. You mean the orientation packet? Yes, like that has The orientation packets, like your paperwork's all filled out. You don't, you guys approach the booth. (laughs) Okay, fine. Uh, And you guys are greeted with a half-orc who uh, is just standing there. He's uh, running the whole booth. And he goes like, welcome uh, to your first year at the school. My name is Bellamere, and I'll be your resident ambassador for the year. I'll take care of all the student dorms for year one. So tell me, what are your guys' names? Daisy do right, spelled with a W. Okay. And he shuffles through uh, the big book he has right next to him. And he searches and he finds your name. And he goes, ah, uh, you're in dorm room 127. And he hands you a key. That's a good number. I like that. (laughs) And and how do I get there? Uh, So, uh, do you have your orientation packet with you? Yes, sir. Did it hear it? And I hand it to you. Okay. And he looks through it and he pulls out the map of the school. Oh, um, there's a map. And he sends it to you and he says, well, if you have anything that you need, uh, here is the map. It's a very, it's a very good packet, in my opinion. I helped create it. But uh, see if you go down where you came and okay. you make a sharp left down the road, it'll be the dorms will start just past the armory and the inventory hall. So you walk past that and there's just a bunch of like apartment looking things. What Hello. was this guy's name again? Um, uh, Bellamir. B-E-L-O-M-I-R. Bellamir. Thank you. Hmm? 
And so he uh, he returns your orientation packet back to you, Daisy, and then he explains, so our dorms aren't normal. Uh, they function as small homes. So okay. each dorm has two bedrooms that can fit two people. So oh. you'll be sharing your dorm with four people. Uh, and it'll come two bedrooms, a living space, and a small kitchen. That's Yay, space, kitchen. basically for people who are too lazy to go to our dining hall, which is also located in the dorm area. Is, is there an oven in that small kitchen? Uh, I don't know. I don't live in those dorms. Oh, I, okay. I live in a different dorm. We have an oven, but I'm not sure about the smaller ones. Okay. Um, so yeah, so he, as he hands you back your orientation packet, he also hands you a small sending stone. Oh, what and is this? This is a sending stone. Since I'm your resident ambassador this year, uh, you can use this to ask me any questions. I'll usually answer them unless it is like two in the morning because I will be asleep by then. So okay. any questions you have, you can just send me a message and I'll reply, hopefully, unless I'm, I'm talking to someone else. I'm a little bit older than regular students. I'll probably be in bed by 10. Okay. So you probably won't get a call from me at 2 a.m. unless there's flooding or 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 the toilet is stopped up. But OK, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, next up. Go, mistress. Oh, uh, hi. Name? Uh, I'm Rayon Erebor. Oh, okay. And so he, like, searched through a well, looks down the names, and he goes, ah, it's a weird way to say this name. And he uh, gives you the key, and he goes, you're in dorm 127 as well. What do you know? Uh, so he hands you the key in the sending stone. Same thing. And he also hands you a packet and goes, I see that they never sent you your orientation packet. And he turns it around and hands it to you. And the name on the packet is actually spelled wrong. It's uh, spelled Ryan Araban. And so he hands it to you. And yeah. So look at you guys. You guys are rooming together. How fun is that? Oh, hey, this is wonderful. I'm so excited. Okay, next up. Uh, that would be me. Um, Igor of the... I still haven't found my family name, Igors. Oh, I, I know you, Igors. Don't worry about it. And he looks through his whole packet, finds your name, and he goes, Ah, what do you know? You're also in dorm 127. Look at y'all, you found each other. You're already like best friends. Did you guys know each other before you came to school this year? No, uh, I met no. Igor and he's helped me with my trunk. Oh, that's cool. Well, And then this young person was so nice to help us as well. That's so, that's awesome for you guys. And he hands Igor the key and the sending stone, explains the same function of the sending stone. Oh, I and have one so question. What do you, what do you have? Uh, are there shared bathrooms or or how does that work? Oh, uh yeah, you guys have a tiny you guys have like a small bathroom and bathtub as well in your dorms. Just one and four people share it or Yep. Oh. Okay. Yep. That's how it goes. Okay. Well, it's been a while. So you guys are on the first floor of the dorms. Uh you'll be looking at the first year uh, dorm house. It'll be the first, like, when you enter in, it'll be the first uh, building to your left. Oh, okay. Thank so, yeah. you. You guys can go Thank get all set up much. in your dorms, and then 
You guys can come back out here and just start looking at the rest of the booths that we have here. They'll be gone by tomorrow, so you have to get them in while you still can. Well, we could also look now and then go to our dorm. Didn't you just say that you had a really heavy suitcase that you didn't want to lug around? Yeah. I, I believe the, um, <laughs> Mr. Ballomir has a point. Shall, shall we go job. deposit our stuff in the appropriate sure. receptacle? Sure. Receptacle, receptacle, receptacle. There we go. I'm just trying to help as your RA. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. No problem. And, and I rummaged he, in my person. Was it? Yeah. Get out a cookie. I was like, Would you like a cookie? Of course, I'd like a cookie. You're well, too here. kind. He takes it and he goes, "I'm gonna save this for later." Shoves it in his pocket. <laughs> I can now imagine, insert adventure here, or sorry, insert encounter here, X number of gaming sessions in the future, where suddenly something throws a, a crossbow bolt right at um, right at him, and it happens to hit the cookie that, that cookie. has been so stale, and it saves his life. Uh, <laughs> right? You know why? Because it was an oatmeal cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oatmeal raisin. <laughs> Okay, so you guys start making your way down the main road again to start heading up to the dorms. Um, so as you guys are making your way down, there's one f uh, across an intersection that's the first intersection you'll see. Uh, to the left will be the security building, and you see two uh, robot-looking things just standing in front of the security hall. Uh, they're talking back and forth to each other. They're but as if uh, if you guys approach them, they will stop and they'll just get very still like the guards at Buckingham Palace. They will not talk to you. Mm, okay. But they, they, they bicker back and forth for a little bit before they notice you guys. And then to the right, so across from the security hall, you'll have all of your general classes, which are just a bunch of tiny buildings that can fit like two classes in them or something. They're very small, but they're just very widely dispersed. And then you keep heading down and you see a really big building that looks like it was made like last year. Uh, it's like freshly built, renovated. And there's a sign that says uh, Hall of Martial Skill, which you can kind of deduce that that is their current like fighting stuff. Because those of you who know the school very well, they just added magic or they, they've been having magic school. They just added like martial skills and like fighting to their school as well to be more inclusive with those who are not magically inclined. I cool. now want there to be a one of us to be a practical joker and go change the name to the, you know, school of marital skill. Uh, of course you would. Um, <laughs> and then you make, you make that left towards uh, the dorms and you see the really big beautiful armory and inventory hall uh, and then you see a small building that's to the left of when you just turned that's still being built and you can see there's a sign that says like coming soon new mar another marshall hall uh, will be built by next year is what like the little sign says and you see some construction workers working on it I um, need two marshall halls wow I am believing that they probably have a lot of people who like the swishy pokes. You, you mean swords? 
Yes, the the long knives. Yes. Okay. See, I I have a cooking spoon. I'll show you when we get into our room. Oh, wonderful! I'm always up for anything that can prepare a good meal. So you guys keep approaching, and you see some red-roofed buildings that are very apartment-style. And then you see a big archway that says, like, living quarters above it. And you can see a bunch of the first years are all making their way in there and stuff. And then to the left of that building, there is a another big hall area. Well, it's not as big as all the other halls you've seen. But there's, like, a medium-sized building with a purple roof. And you can see that it says study hall. So that's where you would go if you want to get away from the dorm and stuff to go study. So yeah, you guys make your way into the dorms. Uh, immediately to the left, you see the first year dorm apartments, just like Bellamere told you. And you guys make your way in to the first floor and you're, you're able to easily find your room. Hey, do we have a fourth roommate? I don't know. You gotta open the door and find out. What's ominous? <laughs> Yeah, no, let's, let's knock. Hello? Uh, so you knock, and you hear some, like, a chirp of a bird in there as you oh. knock. And you hear, then you hear another bird chirp, and then you hear a smaller bird chirp in response. And then the door opens, and you see a medium-sized kanku, like a dark, uh, a black raven kanku who is just kind of like staring up at you guys because the kankus are relatively small. I mean, they're probably the same size as, as me. Daisy. Yeah. Okay. So he like looks up at all of you and he just kind of like looks and then he turns around and he chirps towards uh, the other people. And then you see a smaller kanku approach and he looks at you and he goes, uh, hello, uh, my name is Jib. Uh, my family, uh, Casey, and this, I live here. Do you? Yes, we're, we're, we just got our dorm assignments and it just happens that all three of us are in this dorm as well. I'm Daisy. And, and then that's Igor. And this is Ray. I can't remember your whole name. Can I call Daisy, you Ray? Igor and Ray. Yes. Drip. Hi, Drip. It is very pleased to meet you, Dr uh, Jib. Drip? Jib. 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 Drip. Jib. Drip. Drip. Yes. Very pleased to meet you. Will you be our roommate for this coming season of school? Yes. Uh, Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, come in. And he kind of moves and his dad moves out of the way too. And you can see that the his mom is placing some very nice like plates in the kitchen, in the cupboards. And then the dad uh, rushes away to grab some bedding and then goes to put it in one of the rooms. Uh, oh, is this your family? Yes. <laughs> Very nice to meet you all. So, so how are we going to divide who's sleeping with whom in the room? 
I first? I pick first. Well, yes. I picked. And he goes to the room to the left and shows that he wrote his name up on the board. Because there's I, like a little, there's a little chalkboard on each of the doors so you can indicate who's living in which room. And there's only two rooms, right? Yep. Okay. One bed and then two beds per room. Okay. So, Igor, I don't mean to be rude, but I think I would feel more comfortable if you would room with Chirp. Drip. Oh, no problem. It does not matter to me who I room with. Uh, I shall be perfectly comfortable just sleeping on a slab. I hope not. There is a good bed in there. He wouldn't. <laughs> he probably wouldn't. He probably would prefer to slap. <laughs> well, you know, got to keep these old bones in, you know, work in yeah. order, I guess. <laughs> so, so, Ray, are you okay with sharing a room with me? Sure. I'm happy wherever. Okay. Not take... It's just I'm a little old-fashioned when it comes to rooming with men. I'm happy wherever. And he says basically that exactly as Ray said it. Okay. Good. We are going to be best friends. Uh, yep. Um, I I go drop my stuff in you know in on the other one. Are these bunk beds or side by side kind of thing? Side by side, but you could see that as you walk into there, there's no other bed. There's just your bed, and then you look and you see there's just like a really giant nest of like pillows and blankets and stuff <laughs> where <laughs> the bed used to be. I will I will gladly take the mattress off of mine and kind of wedge it over towards you know if, if Thrib would like to have it later. Um, I, I no. just need, you know, I a, sleep, a... I sleep on a slab and he says that exactly as you said it. And he points to his bed uh, of a nest that he basically made. Not exactly a slab, but I get the understanding. Yes. Trip. You may use the, uh, mattress if you like. I much prefer the, the hard slab as it were. Yeah, he takes the mattress and he pulls it out and he gives it to his dad who takes it out of the dorm. <laughs> hey. we, just hold, we just hold the mattress. Good. Well, so the beds, <laughs> the beds are completely optional. So if you don't like the bed and you want something else, they they'll, they just take it and put it away somewhere for the next year. So basically what happened with Drib is that he didn't want the entire like bed structure. So he got people who work in the dorms to just take it out so he could make the nest instead. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So, yeah. So, so you guys are starting to just... You guys are just decoration. Decoration montage. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, once I was done putting things away, I'd go knock on the door and, you know, for the other one and ask because would anyone like to go back and check out the 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 campus clubs clubs Drib, dribs like right behind you and he just goes clubs 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 clubs, clubs. daisy opens the door and goes uh, like i'm in sure okay so you guys are making your way down and drib says bye to his parents because they got all of his stuff unpacked and so he making his way, his parents are making his way, and they're all walking with you guys as you guys make it back to the circle. 
But as you guys get to the exit of the school, he gives nice heartfelt hugs and chirps to his parents, and then they start making their way out back to Tourmaline. And he follows you guys in back to the clubs. Did you guys want to hear what all the clubs are called again? Mm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, there were two that I actually caught them on to. <clears throat> Sorry, wrong voice. What was the druid one? I know. So there's the druidic, cir- druidic circle, wizard or alpha wizard theta, the badass fighters alliance, the club of the dead, the alchemists guild, and books for humanity. What was the very first one? The druid, the druidic adventurers Cir- guild. Oh, oh, the adventurers guild. And then there's the druidic circle. I know that uh, Igor is going to be interested in the Alchemist Guild and the, you know... Alchemists. Oh, yeah, that's right. I So I will be real with you guys. The only ones that I have stuff prepared for is everything but the Alchemist's Guild and Books for <laughs> Humanity. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know why I stopped there. <laughs> but I did by accident. Well, well that can be a secondary, but he, he's, you know, part of his background is, you know, you... Working with, uh, in, as you know, as you do with the Igors in all the different uh, aspects of life, you know, alchemy is definitely a good part of it. But so is the, uh, you know, the the grouping of the dead. So um, he'll try that one first, I guess. Um. So anybody else? Any other ones that anybody else wants to go to? I want Druidic Circle. Druidic Circle. So. Basically, so there's five booths on each side of the fountain. And so the first three are the welcome booths. And then right next to the first year welcome booth will be the Druidic Circle. And then the Adventurers Guild, the Badass Fighters Alliance, and then the other three are on the other side. So Just look at all of them and see what they offer. Okay, so do you guys want to start from the welcome, from your guys' welcome table and work around? Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, so you guys approach the Druidic Circle first. So, as you approach the Druidic Circle booth, you see a Fearbulg, Gnome, Tabaxi, and Elf all sitting behind the booth. And there's also a Genasi standing in front of the booth, or like standing at the booth uh, running it. The other four are just like sitting behind it, like chilling. You guys can't really make out what they're doing. Uh, unless, <laughs> unless, you, unless you guys want to roll a perception check to try and see what they're doing. Oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, let's find out. I'm sure they're back there with a six. Okay. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah, Daisy? 17. 17? Did you want to roll anything, Sev? No, I'm just happy to be here, man. This is what has. The, uh, AKA, I didn't make my character sheet and I can't roll anything. I'm working on it. Wow. <laughs> Hold out. I mean, I can I can roll for like the main... The main six stats? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. I'm working you, on well, it. Okay, well, I mean, perception is straight wisdom. Plus yeah. if you're proficient in it. So do you want to just roll straight wisdom? Yeah. I've also got a plus two on perception. Oh, I think. oh if it's okay. wisdom, then I've got a 20. Well, no, um, it's technically perception, but... Where is that? Okay, so I got a 19. Skills? Okay. Um, In my skills? Well, either two. way, 
of you know what's going on behind that table. Uh, (laughs) So you guys kind of like look a little little more into it and you can tell that like these four people are like high as fuck on something. Like they're they're like just they're living their life and they don't even notice you guys. They're like on something right now. (laughs) Uh, And if you guys stare for too long the Genasi like moves and steps like kind of to try and cover them so that you guys can't like see them as well. And then she goes, uh, welcome to the Druidic Circle. Uh, we're the only club dedicated to those who are pursuing the Druid class here. Uh, my name's Nami, and these folks behind me are just on their break. Uh, don't worry about them. And Daisy is like, See, now really? I'm more worried a little bit. Don't worry about it, it's fine. Daisy just kind of walks around you because she's so tiny. <laughs> I, her nose is like right to table height, right? And she just looks at those those people. And as, as you're doing that, Nami just like shoves a pamphlet in your face <laughs> and goes, uh, any of you pursuing the druidic class? Actually, yes, me. Oh, that's awesome. Well, here's a pamphlet. <laughs> and then she hands you a rod as well. And it's it looks like a flashlight. What so she basically, she hands you a flashlight as well, and she goes, well, if you're taking any classes at the uh, nature hall uh, through the wild forest, you need this to be able to pass through the forest without getting attacked by creatures. The rod or the flashlight? The flat, it's a rod that looks like a flashlight. Oh, okay. Nature hall. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, but, but I want to ask you something. What? Did they, by any chance, eat cookies? No. Because uh, I need to know where I can get that herb to make those cookies. No. Uh, I could and not. And I, w- I wink at you. I'm like, you know the cookies? Okay, I'm going to make an insight check. I can just imagine somebody in the background going, they were brownies! <laughs> so... Insight. Oh, I have nobody helping me with my freaking Oh, I have no insight at all. I rolled a four. Yeah, so you look at her and she's like stern as can be like basically be like, I'm not telling you shit. Uh oh you will you look like a narc. She's not oh, telling I look like you a narc. anything. <laughs> uh, so 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 what I'm gonna do then, I'm gonna grab one of my cookies. Okay. Out of my bag, and there, it's actually a brownie mm-hmm. because I bake brownies, and I'll give it to her. Uh, so she takes it, and she. And I was like, "If you change your mind, let me know after you had that brownie." She uh, takes it and sniffs it, and then turns around to the fearbulk and goes, uh, "What's the fearbulk's name?" Shoot, <laughs> this is me. Notions is so weird because like you can't open things in like as a new folder. You have to like physically go oh. and open Notions again. Where is he? There. Oh, it's a girl. Oh my god, this is how well I know my NPCs. Uh, so she turns around to the fearbug behind her and she goes, uh-huh. "Hey, uh, Jofine, you might you you'd like this," and hands the brownie to the fearbug, and oh. then turns around and goes, "I don't do that stuff." 
Oh, I see. My apologies. Mm -hmm. um, can you introduce me to the fear ball? Uh, she, she, uh, Nami turns around to uh, Jofine and like looks and is like, now's not a really good time for any of them. Okay. <laughs> Alright. I might see them in Nature Hall, I would guess. Maybe, yeah. And then she uh, she grabs two more pamphlets. Thank you for and, the pamphlet. Yeah, uh, hands them both to Igor and Ray. And he's like, if you're ever thinking about doing that thing they call multi-classing, Druid is always fun. You get a fancy flashlight. Go through the woods. Uh, thank you very much. I, I will definitely look this over. Nice. And so you guys, look, you look at the pamphlet and... Some of the basic stuff that it says, one of the, like, the front of it goes like, Can't figure out a class? Come join the Druid Circle and find your inner forest dweller. We ha we are one with nature and love to speak to animals and trees. Plus, as being part of the Druid class, you get your very own forest seeker to navigate through the wild forest safely, is basically what the pamphlet says. It's very oh, fun. Standardly <laughs> bad marketing, got it. Yeah. <laughs> It was made by college students. What do you think? It's college stoners, man. Yeah, I was going to say college students who are high on their own personal brownies. <laughs> college stoners pamphlet, guys. I, I really like these kids. They were so nice. I think I'm going to join this club. Um, yes, mistress. I, I think you will probably do very well there. Hey, Gord, call me Daisy. Uh, yes, mistress. mistress. Da yes, mistress Daisy. <laughs> It's going to be a long campaign, Laura. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you guys make your way to the next one, which is the Adventurers Guild. Um, so you approach, and the Adventurers Guild has three people at the booth. And Arakokra with a bow on his back, a human with a staff and some robes on, and a turtle with nothing but a book in his hands. And as you guys are approaching, there's already five other first years there crowding the booth. And you can hear various things such as, when are you guys going to be taking applications? Or, when will Demtar be visiting us? And, are you guys going to be holding the Adventuring Cup here this year? And then quickly, as all of these questions, like, they're just, like, these five children are all just, like, speeding all these questions. Uh, the human then comes up and just, like, smacks his staff on the ground. And then he says, we'll be taking, we'll be talking to the Grand Observer Bartholomew later today about the Adventuring Cup. Hopefully we'll be hosting it here at, at the end of the year. As for Demtar coming to his alma mater, uh, he's been sent away on a mission and we have not heard from him. He should be back by the time the Adventuring Cup begins. Now leave us alone, first years. We only accept applications from third year students. Um, and then quickly... question. Yeah. Are all uh, does this entire adventure take place down under? I, I that was an accent. <laughs> the, the Australian accent for this one was a mistake, just because I had the Australian accent the for, for the other person. I was just I beginning was trying, to wonder. That was a mistake. I didn't mean to do it for this guy. All I can do and all I can do right now is Australian accents. I'm sorry. <laughs> Australian right. accents and drip. Uh, nice. <laughs> so I'm, I'm tapping one of the kids, one of the fives on their shoulder and go like, mm -hmm. excuse me, um, um, who is Tendar? Demdar? Dem oh, so actually, if you, I will, let me, I have, a, I have a little sidebar. So basically, you guys hear the word Demtar, the two of you who are 
who have like been around and actually like know society and stuff. You guys actually know who he is. And it's spelled D-E-M-T-A-A-R is how his name is spelled. Okay. Uh, he's a dragon, he's a dragonborn who is part of the Adventures Guild. Everybody knows him. He's the most successful adventurer in the guild and the most popular. He also went to school here before he became part of the Adventurers Guild. Like he, his third year, he immediately applied and got in and he's just been successful ever since. He's charming and people look up to him and they always just flock to try and join the guild because of him. Okay. Basically, he's their poster. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. He's their poster child. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So also the Adventurers Guild isn't a club at the school. It's basically... Like, you, when you go to high school and you have all those colleges coming to, like, recruit for the college, they're basically, like, recruiting you for the guild for when you guys get out of, when you guys graduate from the school. Oh, okay. So. Yep. All right. Yep. I don't on believe we can one. do anything here. Uh, yeah. Well, let's so we check continue out the on. one. Sure. Yep. Ray, Ray, you're so quiet. Are you Okay. Yeah, I um don't know what's going on. <laughs> Neither do I. But it's exciting, isn't it? It's overwhelming. For oh sure. dear, 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 dear! And I take your hand and I kind of pat your your hand and I will. It will be okay. I'm here with you. I will help you as much as I can. Just be careful eating the brownies. Okay. I only give those to special people. <laughs> you oh might get a bright when I know you better. Yes, Mistress Daisy. You you had an apple. Yes. Dear Igor. And it was very delicious, I will admit. Uh, so as you guys are uh, talking and stuff, Drip makes his way to the Adventurer's Guild table and he like kind of grabs the, the sign-up paper and is like attempting to write his name. But he's just like tapping the page, being like, how do I write? <laughs> uh, Drip. Drip. I, I, Master Drip, I do not believe you You are a first year. I don't believe they will let you sign up. Drip. 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 No walk, master, Drip. Walk, walk over and look at him. I, I, what year are you? First. Here, year three. No. Oh! <laughs> and he's like, he looks at all the adventurers and he looks at the Aarakocra and goes, Big Bird. I Okay, next joke. Somehow dip the uh, Aarakocra in you know, yellow dye. <laughs> Big Bird. Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> And he just, like, kind of stares. And then he, like, narrows his eyes as he looks at the Aarakocra. And then he, he starts to make his way to the next booth. He does a little waddle, because he's small. So he's, like, walking, and he's just, like, waddling a little bit. <laughs> All right, what's the next one we wander into? Okay, uh, the next one is the Badass Fighters Alliance, also known as the <laughs> BFA. BFA? <laughs> Uh, yep. Uh, so as you approach the BFA, there are two dwarfs throwing a ball back and forth behind the booth. Uh, there's an elf watching the table with a le uh, a Leonin. 
Uh, they're passing out some papers describing the BFA. Uh, totally got Drip lost in, you know, in, in, in Claudia giggling. What was BFA standing for? <laughs> the Badass <laughs> Fighters Alliance. Thank you. <laughs> the BFA. <laughs> I was originally going to name this BFA. <laughs> I was originally going to name this the Badass Fighters Club, and I was like, oh, that's not a fun acronym. BFA is funnier. <laughs> I'm excited. So I'm a fine ass. <laughs> so as you guys are making your way, like, uh, Drip, like, waddles super fast and, like, looks up at them and then just, like, takes the paper with his beak <laughs> and then, like, grabs it to hold it and start reading it. And I'm sure that the three of us are sitting in the back all kind of looking at each other. Do you have big swishy poke? No. Do you? No. <laughs> no. You look and you see that Drip has, uh, upon further inspection, you notice that Drip has a quarterstaff on his back. Drip, huh. Drip, do, Drip, do be a martial fighter. That that's a new one. I <laughs> not something I would have expected. That is interesting. Drip tough. Drip tough. Drip tough. Of course, of course. Um, Respect the drip, Karen. I, <laughs> it's what he says to you guys. Respect I, the drip, Karen. <laughs> Respect the drip. I regret this remark. <laughs> well, there's got to be some history here somewhere. <laughs> so the if you guys go and grab some nice BFA papers as well. Mine as well. You know, do the whole you know new students coming into a club that they're obviously not suited for, and be like, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll read these later. <laughs> yes. And then walk back around to the other side. Okay. Well, so you guys uh, take the papers and Drip walks up to Ray and he like kind of like tugs on your clothes and like holds up the paper at you. And is like, club. Join. Join? Join. Uh, Mistress, I think he wants you to join the, the BFA club. The and he looks, at, club? he looks at you, Igor, as well. And he goes... Club, join. And holds up the paper in your face. Isn't this the one where you have to be a third year? No, no, that's the Adventurer's Guild. The Badass Fighters Alliance. You guys just walked by and didn't ask any questions. Oh, well, I'm not really a fighter. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I... a fighter, but I can hit you with my spoon. Nice. Cast iron spoon. Clang. No, it's a wooden spoon. Um. Thank you very much, Thrip, but I do not personally... Igors don't tend to fight if we can help it. But you... But you... You in adventure school. Well, if they have a self-defense class, I might reconsider. But badass fighters. Self-defense? Survival instinct? Badass fighters. Drip. Badass fighters? I think he Mad really, really wants us to join. Badass Master fighters. Drip, if you want to join, you may join. That is, uh, that is all up to you. Drip, do you want us all to join? Join. Friends. All right. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I was going to say, well, I can see this going really badly. <laughs> YOLO. 
Maybe they can teach me to use my spoon. I mean, the only other one is like the books one, right? And that's for nerds, so. (laughs) And the alchemist one and the the dead club. I mean, those ones have some real possibilities. There's also alpha wizard theta. Yeah, they've got some (laughs) great possibilities going on here. Well, let's, let's see all of them before we make up our minds. Yes. Are you okay with this trip? Fine. We we can you know what? Here's what we do. We get all of the paperwork from each club. Then we're gonna go back to the dorm and we look at all of them and I bake us a new batch of cookie. How about that? He like he like takes his feather hand and he starts like rubbing his chin. And like contemplating and he's contemplating for like a very long time. And he goes Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I kind of pat him on the head. Uh, he turns around back at the badass fighters club and he goes, "I'll be back or I'll be back." <laughs> so he, what he says to them, <laughs> and then as he says that, the uh, the 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 lion just like waves and goes like, "Okay, hey guys, it's Annika, uh, the DM of this beautiful show that you guys are in. Uh, I just wanted to do like a little break." just to say thank you for listening to this show this far. Uh, I hope you all are enjoying it, and we're sorry about the delay for this first episode. A lot of stuff happened the week prior to uploading this, uh, so editing wasn't able to get done, but this week we will be uploading so we're episodes up. You guys are listening to it, obviously. Uh, Next episode will be going up on November 4th, same time. Uh, and it will be located everywhere that it's currently located. Potentially more. We might be getting it up on iTunes soon. So yeah, tell your friends. Share it with everybody that you know. We really want to get the word out there of this fun game. And if you know anybody who would want to play, you can contact us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. And we might be able to get some people in here for fun. If you also have any like name suggestions for NPCs, uh, DM that to us or tag us on Twitter, and I will potentially pick names that you guys give me for NPCs, and I'll name some people after you guys if you want. I don't, I don't know. It's better than using a name generator, I guess. So yeah, uh, that is it for this break. It's kind of short because we don't have, I don't have much to say, but yeah, next episode will be going up November fourth. And yeah, so on to the rest of the episode. See you guys then as you make your way around. Uh, The next one would be uh, Alpha Wizard Theta. Uh, You guys walk up there and like there's like three people just standing there. And as as soon as you guys approach the booth, they just kind of like give you the cold shoulder. And then there's like a sign that says no first years. That's rude. I believe they have the same policy as the Adventurer Guild, where they don't allow first years. Still rude. I would agree, Mistress. We just have we just have to have we have to have our booth open for her like purposes. You can take a pamphlet, but you can't join us yet. What year can we join? If we next, decide to want next year, second. And what's what is your group about, anyways? Wizard shit. So, Daisy, who's usually very very nice, her like 
upper class upbringing is coming out right now because she feels treated snobbish. So she totally turns on her snob and is like super annoyed with these kids and goes like, oh, okay. So, uh, and what is it, wizard shit? I, just stuff wizards do. I mean, we, we like study together, do parties because wizard parties never stop. Oh, really? Uh, just a bunch of wizards that hang out together. I mean, can, you know, can you imagine? That, wiz- that gives you the right to be rude to first years. We're not allowed to have first years. It's school rules. Yeah, that doesn't mean you can show them the cold shoulder. That's rude. And Daisy just turns around and is like, and walks off. Clearly not a wizard. <laughs> It's Whatever. Like, he turns to his friends and goes, like, clearly not a wizard. I think that Mistress Daisy does have a point. That Who knows? Maybe someday she's going to be a very powerful wizard and you would want her in your club. <laughs> eh. I guess. <laughs> Turn and follow he Daisy. He had to be here. I didn't want to be here. <laughs> they, made us, they made us get here and do this shit. Um, okay, so after it was Alpha Wizard Theta, you got the Club of the Dead. Uh, I have a little bit written for here. Most I'm just going to wing it, though. Uh, <laughs> so uh, as you guys approach the Club of the Dead, there's two elves manning the booth, along with a rather tall and handsome human with them. Um, there's also two skeletons in a cage that look to be just like Dead. not mo- like not moving. Ooh. Igor walks up and just kind of walks right by and goes to look at the skeletons. <laughs> ah, I, I, I see you like our uh, skeletons we have there. Uh, it, you can, uh, that one over there, and he points at the one closest to you and goes, that one's uh, Bones. I don't remember what the kids named it. I just, I just sponsor the club. Uh, I think they named that one Bones and that one... Rattles? I don't know. Then the is this two the elves. Human yeah. So the okay. the human is speaking, and then the other two elves are like, "Yeah, that's pretty much what we named them." We thought it was funny. Are they <laughs> animated, or are they just for an anatomical study? Uh. So the two elves. Uh. One of the the one on the left says, "Uh, they came to life once. That's why we named them fun stuff." Uh. The spell kind of wore off, though, so that's why they're just limp in the cage. Interesting. I see this one has a broken femur. I wonder if it happened before or after death. Um, oh, yes. that was uh, that was our friend. He accidentally hit the skeleton too hard. Ah, I can understand that. Could yeah. be easy to repair if we wanted to do it. Um, you may I have your pamphlet, please? Uh, may- sure. And my name is Igor of the Igors. Oh, dude, you you're so like we heard about you guys. Like you guys are cool. Uh, oh. and this is this is still the elves talking. Uh the uh the human is like still just like looking at the skeletons being like what have I gotten myself into with these kids? Uh, but the elves <laughs> the elves are talking to you and stuff and they're just like having fun conversations. Basically, w- willing to have a ten-minute conversation over you know, yeah. anatomy of skeletons, and yep. you know, end up walking away from there, going, "Oh, I am definitely climbing up." 
Yeah, well, uh, so my name, uh, so they're, so both of the elves, they're twins. Uh, and one of the, one on the left has blue eyes and the other, the one on the right has green eyes. So they're basically identical except for that. So the one with blue eyes, he goes, oh, uh, my name is, what, what do I name him? I never came up with these characters, man. I'm so, pre- <laughs> I'm so prepared, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Bob oh. and Bob too. <laughs> I'm not gonna name an NPC. That Bob. would be something <laughs> my husband would do. I would never do that. I'm not. I'm better than that. Bob and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm better than that. I know you are. <laughs> I swear. Then for me, there have been probably fifty Bobs in my games. Right. Oh. Uh, my name is uh, Adon. A D D A N. That's the one with the blue eyes, and then the one with the green eyes goes, uh, my name is Adam. <laughs> so it's basically spelled the same, but with an M at the end. Adon and, and Adam. I, I guess Adam, it's better Adam than Adon is, and Adan. <laughs> um, Adam is blue eyes or green? Adon is blue eyes, Adam is green eyes. Okay. Uh, and then they like turn and they point, they look uh, look at the uh, human and they're like oh and this is our uh, teacher he's the head of the uh, alchemy or uh, not the alchemy the necromancy uh, stuff he's like head honcho of the necromancy classes oh, uh, very nice to meet you I, I'm sure yeah. I will look forward to taking many of your classes this is Sir Quincy Adams and they both like show their hands out like Will Smith did in that one meme He's just like, yeah, this is my wife. Basically, that's what they do for him. So, yeah, uh, he is a... Quincy Adams. They're Quincy Adams. Oh, sir. Okay. Sir, he is a knight. Okay. Uh, He's a very tall, uh, very dark-skinned human, has um, dreadlocks, uh, but the front dreadlocks are a blonde, and then the rest of them are all a very dark brown. And he is wearing green Elizabethan clothes. So he kind of looks like Orlando Jones-ish a little bit, or? I don't know who that is. Oh. (laughs) So that is Sir Quincy Adams. Um, Nice. Yep. And as they introduce him, he goes like, ah, yes, uh, that's me. Been running this thing for a very long time. I wonder. so, So pleased to meet you. So pleased to meet you. Oh, you as well. I, I'm happy to have another Igor uh, to teach. I've uh, taught yeah. about three of them so far yes, in my you, lifetime. You, you taught my grandfather and my father and my great-grandfather. And I thought that you also taught one of my cousins as well. But Presumably, I, there's, there's a lot of them. And I do live longer than most humans. Perks of necromancy, you know how it goes. Oh, yes, of course, of course, of course. Yes. Basically, <laughs> Igor is just fawning here. You know? <laughs> Fan Igoring. <laughs> <laughs> I do have extra help this year for uh, teaching uh, one of my protégés uh, from the past. Uh, she'll be helping as well. Uh, her name is Genevieve Robbins. Uh, she'll be teaching all the first years this year. So you'll be having her as your necromancy teacher. Oh, I so look forward to meeting her. Yes. She was one of my star pupils uh, in the early years of me teaching here. So. Luckily enough, you'll be able to find her, but you'll get to meet her soon. 
I'm going to go back and look at these skeletons to see if we can get them moving again. And he like goes back and starts finagling, like cat, like doing stuff to try and get them to come back to life. Uh, Daisy's like, Igor, are you done yet? Oh, uh, I, I, yes, mistress. I mean, no, I'm just Daisy. asking because these skeletons creep me out. Oh, but they're so exciting. I mean, the things you can do with a skeleton are amazing. Okay, you... Horrifying. You, you do Swimming you. over that. Right? Drip, Drip walks up to the cage and he, like, looks at it and he, like, shoves his beak through, like, the bar of the cage and goes, Gellyman. Drip, Drip, we gotta I go. I die for you, yes. Drip, yes? Go? Yes, we go to the next booth. Oh, okay. So, you guys... Make your way to the uh, Alchemist's Guild. Um, they were they had a pretty late start to pulling their booth together, so they're still setting up. Um, <laughs> they do have some pamphlets out if you guys want to take them. They have some, like, potions to try. Uh, they have some labels on them. Uh, Drip immediately sees that and tries to grab one and drink it. No! You gotta try and stop him? Yes! Okay, so I'm going to have you roll dexterity. Oh, no. Do you know what my dex is? Do you know what Drib's strength is? Okay. Oh, a 14. Okay, uh, he got a 7. So you, as soon as you see him try to, like, rush towards I the like table. Grab- oh, okay. Yeah, you just, like, swing your arm around him and be like, No! <laughs> And he does like grabby hands as you hold him, being like, "Drink, drink, drink." No, 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 no. And, and am I like in front of him? So I kind of like stop, like push, stop him. I thought you would have had him like an arm hold, like oh, okay, because he's small. Is, is, oh, okay. is it possible to see what the which one he grabbed? Is it there like still uh, he, a label on the table? So he didn't grab one. He was he just like kind of one in all of them. They're ah. all shiny, and he was just like, "Ooh." Drink. May may we sample some of them? Uh, we uh, we haven't labeled them yet, uh, and the person who knows what the bottles are hasn't shown up today, so we just have them out as decoration. Oh, okay. Uh. We we kind of all had a late start. Uh, we had a little incident yesterday in the uh, alchemy room. We had to clean that up. We were up really late trying to fix that. And just mixing stuff wrong. You know how it goes. Don't you take notes? Yeah, but sometimes you just want to experiment, you know? I understand entirely. I get that. That is so scary. Well, then hold on. Drip kind of reaches out again and he goes, drink. Drip, okay. no! Drip, yeah. <laughs> no! Thirsty, drink! M- Mr. Savy. Yes? I-, I have a question. Do you ever make a uh, a new recipe Yes, I just realized I do the same thing in the kitchen. See? It's oh, the are, same are you, idea. Are you like, are you like a, a kitchen alchemist or something? <sighs> kind of, sort of. I... I- don't use explosives. 
See, we but, don't normally either, but it's like when you mix two things together, sometimes they explode. But but I make these and I like pull that, out pull out some really fancy, pretty cookies that are like pink with with hearts on them, and they're like a sugar cookie. And I give each of them like a sugar cookie. As, as you're handing out the cookies, Drip holds his hand out and is like, "Cookie." Yes, and I'll give Drip his cookie. Okay, he starts like immediately just like gnawing on it and like and the cookie is giving them like a feeling of home a feeling of like being loved because i make the cookies with love so it's like my own kitchen alchemy because i accidentally discovered that i have a little bit of magic while cooking nice nice so those cookies those heart-shaped cookies are, are like the homesick cookies like they can cure homesickness you eat them and it makes you feel like you're at home like that feeling you know what i mean yes i i'm loving this and with you so bob i am going to give you a dm inspiration okay you have dnd beyond open right yes so right next to your walking speed there's a little thing that says inspiration next to it Yes. See, if you tap that, that means you have a little inspiration thing. Uh-huh. And if I'm correct, you get to, you can use it whenever you want. Okay. And you can basically, it gives you the opportunity to re-roll something. Okay. Like, say you're in a fight and you want to and you roll really bad, you can choose to re-roll it and use that inspiration. Okay. So, so it's like a little sun, yeah. sunrise. Yes, I got it. Okay, cool. I, just, I, very, I, liked, I liked your description of the cookies. Okay. So I, so I hand those cookies to those kids, and I'm like, think I, I think I want to join you. Good. I mean, uh, the pamphlet. Would you let me? Uh, I mean, our the leader of our club isn't here yet. Uh, but take take the pamphlet. Okay. Okay. <sighs> well, do you need any help? I would love to help. Uh, we got it. We like we got most of what we need, but like the our our leader guy. He has the schematics for the booth. Oh, oh and, okay. And he he knows what needs to be put where. We're just waiting okay. on him. So, so who's your leader? Uh, his name is Archimedes. Uh, Archimedes. He's like he's a pretty short gnome. Okay. Aren't all gnomes pretty short? Yeah, uh, he's like really short. Oh. Oh. oh, oh. Don't don't, oh. don't okay. like it. Okay. Like, don't say anything to him, but he's, like, really short. <laughs> okay. My lips are sealed. It goes for all of you. And as he says that, Drip goes, short. <laughs> no drip. <laughs> and I'm like, as I said, I, it, it, I won't say anything. I'm, like, doing the zipper mouth thing, you know, that mm-hmm. people do that are, like, so not cool. They're just, like, <laughs> sick. Yeah. Okay. Point, yep. point taken. Thank you very much. Thank you, kids. Bye. Bye. And as um, we walk away, I'm looking down at uh, Daisy going, that looks very interesting. I'm so looking forward to joining them. Right? What did you say, Mistress May? Ray, and you don't have to call me Mistress. I don't really. Of, of course, Mistress May. Ray. Uh... Yeah, I mean, have you already made up your mind? 
Oh. Or Igor, I think, has made up his mind about the necromancy thing. Well, and and the alchemist skills. I have oh, dabbled quite a bit, but and I would like to continue my skills. Skills, mm. skill, skills, skills. Skills. Yes. But. Uh, Did true. you find? Was there no. any other ones, by the way? There's also the books for humanity, which is basically like the library people. Like they're just a bunch book of book it's club. like it's basically book club, but it has a fancy name to it. Shall we go check them out as well? Sure. And force our GM to make something else up? Yeah, I did pretty <laughs> well with the Adventurers Guild, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, you can't join. Skip. <laughs> hey, I was just like, dude, they're I'm goofy. just teasing. They're, You're they're doing, doing wonderful. Like, You're doing a great job. I'm messing out, man. I'm having fun. So. Okay. All right. So you guys go to Books for Humanity. Uh, this, this booth is like, you go up and you don't see anybody. You just see like towers of books on this booth. Hello? Anybody here? Can, um, and you as, may actually see anything because since she's so tall looking around. <laughs> uh, no, nah, there's real, like, it's just some real tall books. <laughs> you good there, Sev? My name isn't May. Uh, sorry, it's, Mrs. Ray. It's Ray, and also Sev's character is non-binary yeah, and uses they, them. Hey, so Mistress I think Ray is not comfortable with you calling her mistress, calling them, them mistress. So, can okay. you ref refrain I'm from on the doing dab. that? Sir. Try, okay? okay? So, you could you could use fellow, is what Drib says. Drib goes, fellow. Fel fellow. Fellow Ray. Fellow Ray. Fellow Ray. Fellow Ray. Asari. We did it, is what <laughs> it, it, Drip says that, and then just like does a thumbs up with the bird hand to Ray. Ray, I apologize that I didn't correct him earlier. I am so sorry. Oh, oh. Yeah, though I'm still learning. I, I will work on it. Fellow, 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 Ray. There you go. I appreciate you trying. Ah, thanks. And forgive me in the future if I make mistakes. Yeah. All right. So books. Yep. Do you guys so you, like books? So you guys I approach. Don't... You guys approach the book. Uh, the books for humanity booth, and there's just like towering of books, and Drip waddles his way over, and then just kind of like pulls his head back and yeets it into the books to try and like he he thinks he can play Jenga. So he's trying to play Django with the books. And Love he that. hits he hits the he hits with his head, he hits the books, and they all fall down, and then you hear somebody go like, ah. Are, are you okay? Yeah. Is what Drip says. Did you hurt yourself? No. Okay. And then you hear he hears somebody else groan. <laughs> I think that the master drip has uh, has hurt somebody. 
Are you okay in there? I'm fine. Is what Drip says. Not you, Drip. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. And uh, I, knock, I, I, I like knock on the books. Like hello. Another another stack of book falls down. <gasps> and the guy goes, "Ah, oh, what have I done to myself?" I am so sorry. Are you okay? I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, this is so embarrassing. And I go and grab one of my heart-shaped cookies, and I'm like, "Here, have a cookie." You just I am throw so cookie sorry. At him. You just like take the cookie. Throw yeah. it. You just throw it at him over the thing, and he goes, "I can't feel my hands." Oh no! I, I I think that Igor goes to help start stacking books back up. And and it, like. Uh, uh, Daisy just kind of freezes. She's gonna start like a full-on panic attack, going like, "Oh no! Oh no! I hurt somebody! I I didn't mean to! I'm so sorry!" Um. Uh, so like, Igor, start picking all the books up, and you start lifting them up, and you notice that there is a small goblin on the floor underneath all the books. And he oh, like looks hello. at you and like. I, I thought I stacked the books securely. Uh, I believe there was a mishap with uh, Mr. Thavy, uh knocking on them. I helped, is what Drip says. And apparently, uh, Master Drip there helped. Uh, oh, uh, well, I'm gonna have to go to the nurse. And he, like, gets up. And he, like, starts, wa like, doing the, like, weasel from Suicide Squad, doing the weasel, like, walk to the nurse's office. Oh, no. <laughs> what like, have we done? Nurse. <laughs> well, at the end of this, we'll know which way the nurse's office is. Well, at least that. But how about we f f finish picking up the books and I'll grab some more books and put them on the table? Is, is there any particular ordering to any of these, or was it just piles of books? It was just piles of books that he thought would stay up, and, and uh, we, you guys proved him wrong. Uh, should we wait for him to come back? I don't think so. The chances of anybody wanting to actually steal all the books when they're perfectly available within a library is kind of beyond thought. Are you Are you sure? Do you have any inclination to seal them? Well, if there's a cookbook. Good point. May, make an investigation check. Uh, and as you guys are doing this, Drip like walks over to Ray, seeing that Ray's all like kind of just like chilling, and then holds up, like slowly holds up the hey, bad the, the, the BFA paper and like holds it up to Ray and be like, <laughs> badass fighters. Me being the dummy. <laughs> Yes. Where do I find what investigation? Invest it's in your normal skills, and remember the skills are alphabetical. Oh, the skills. Okay, investigation. Um, ten. Uh, you don't find a cookbook. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. So he he like slowly holds the paper up to Ray and is like, "Fighters." Sure. And then he and then he went and then he he looks at the the other two and he goes, "You said after clubs we go." Did we just get no, conned? No, we said we're going to the dorm room first, discuss, and then we decide. But you you discuss in front of books. Oh, we have 
yet. You did. No. We are so getting you caught. You little stinker, you. <laughs> you, you, uh, no. Igor said necromancy and alchemy. You okay. said alchemy. Drip, drip. And now my mom voice is coming out. No. We are going to discuss first, and then we decide. But you already discuss. No, we have not. He looks at Ray and is like, help. <laughs> we discuss in front of books? No. You I really want to be in that BFA, don't you? I want BFA. With you. I don't want you to have to be alone. BFA. That is a very good idea. You know, nobody should join the club entirely alone. So is that going to be the one club all four of us are going to join? Is that what it is? Do it. It's kind of looking that way. Y'all can do whatever y'all want. Fine. I will join the BFA. If I get hurt, Drip, I swear by the wooden spoon of Oma. Okay. And I can't say what it, what else. <laughs> okay. So you got you guys make your way uh drips leading back to the BFA booth. Will there be actual fighting in this club? Fighting in the name. This is what he said uh, what Drip says as he wa as he like waddles his way back to the BFA. But like with weapons? I'm I'm scanning the page that they gave us. It's like you know, <laughs> You know, okay. Well, so you, so yeah, you look at you look at the the paper that they gave you, and it says the Badass Fighters Alliance, an after-school club that focuses on the fighting aspect that magical classes don't talk about. Talk to the head of the club, Lionel Barcelli, for more information regarding applications. Yeah, he's he's making like Drip is like on a mission. He's Drip, like Drip is like has the paperwork halfway filled out on the way there. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, name? Drip. That's it. Yeah. It in. <laughs> yep. So you, you guys are back at the table and the lion looks at you guys and he goes, ah, I see you guys are back. I Question before I join this club. Yes. Do you have accident insurance? Uh, accident? Uh, I mean... We don't. Okay, so I'm 150 years old. Yes. What happens if I get hurt? Well, so the way that we fight, like, we have special stuff for fighting that it doesn't actually, like, hurt each other. So, like, you get hit for, like, you get hit and then you just, like, kind of heal immediately. It's pretty cool stuff. Oh, uh, so there's not a big chance I can get hurt, like, say, with skateboarding? Uh, I don't... Who told you that this club does skateboarding? No! If I were to skateboard, I can get hurt. My, my, my kids yeah, that skate. My kids skate, take skateboarded. Oh. But, like, I, I... The equivalent... It seems your club is the equivalent to skateboarding in the chance of getting hurt. That's what I mean. Hmm. Uh, I mean... Yeah, so... The, the Grand Observer dude, Frederick Bartholomew II... Uh-huh. Uh, he gave us some neat, like, 
like equipment that we can wear that like oh okay when you hit each other it, like it's it feels like you got hurt but you're actually you actually didn't so oh, okay uh, okay yeah and how many times a week do you meet uh i mean so we're out like our area that we have is like open all the time after like classes okay we have like a meeting like every saturday for oh. people who like just want to hang out and like we can do like a side quest in the wild woods together sometimes or like some mm -hmm. like yeah so so what is the purpose of your club well i can tell that you're a magic user you're not really into the fighting stuff. And he points also at uh, Igor and goes like, same with you. I can kind of tell that you guys aren't really fighters. Um, you never know. You a bit of an to... understatement. I mean, yeah. I, you, I mean, you guys don't really have any real weapons on you from what I can tell. No. Uh, but, I, but I have a really cool wooden spoon that's big. Mm -hmm. And I would love to learn to hit people with that yeah yeah so that that's what that's what the the club's about is we teach like you non man or you magic users kind of how to fight so like say someone takes away your magic it could happen i've never seen it happen but it could like if you lose your magic what do you have left nothing that's why we teach not like magic users how to fight okay do you also do non-weapon fighting well like hand to hand yeah 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 is that what it's called? Hand to hand? Oh, hand to hand. Hand to hand. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Yes. That. I mean, we could do, like, I mean, we do, like, playful, like, barring with each other. I mean, sometimes. Oh, okay. okay. So you do teach the art of fisticuffs. 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 Yeah, sure. I mean, we don't really, so we're not teachers. We just kind of, like do our own thing and like help out the magic users to do their stuff we're just here to help you guys cool I'm down this sounds fun like why right. not I'll sign up okay uh well so regarding applications uh you just gotta sign your name at the bottom of the pamphlet you guys got and drip immediately like slams the page on the table and goes drip <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then all you gotta do, so we got those two dwarf dudes back there, and you immediately see both of them, and they, like, kind of stop throwing the ball, and they look, and they wave, and then they go back to throwing, and they go, and, um, uh, Lionel just goes, like, you gotta fight, like, them for, like, a few minutes, just, like, a few rounds of combat, just to, like, we can see where you're at. Go get my spoon first? Uh, sure. Okay, I'll be right back, and... Daisy kind of scuffles away. And, and Mr. Thrip, if you're so in such a hurry, you could go first. Huh? Drip? To fight? Oh, drip. Cool. Um, well, so since Sav doesn't have a character sheet. I'm <laughs> Well, I mean, we're not going to do an actual fight. What I'm going to end up doing is I'm going to roll... Uh, percentile dice and ask you guys high or low and then we'll just choose figure out like we'll see like how it goes for you guys from there um oh that's the wrong dice and I'm taking this is the hey um I've this got this is my, one, my <laughs> one encounter and I was like well 
Well, so I was like, oh, we probably won't do the encounter because I was like, none of you guys are martial characters. And then I forgot about Drip. <laughs> nice. And we, like I said, we've all been conned into this by a Kenku. Yes. <laughs> so Drip does really well. Uh, he he manages to like over the like the first like three minutes, like for three minutes of just fighting these two dudes. You could tell that he like he's pretty good at handling his own. And he comes back and he's like, drip! And he then walks up to Ray and like holds up his hand for a high five. <laughs> Ray accepts high five and then he goes, your turn. <laughs> so he tag teamed Ray. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Watches a I lot haven't of fought another person in 50 years. Let's go. Yeah. High or low? Low. You don't do too well. Pog. Okay. Um, so they they kind of get like they kind of get the jump on you and they just kind of they kind of they flank you at the beginning. And as soon as they did that, it was all over. I got tracks. Yep. So who who do you choose to go next, Ray? Who do you high five to tag team in? Uh, Igor. Igor? Igor. Igor. Yep. Okay. Just Here as, we go. as Igor is about to start, Daisy is coming, like running back and going, <laughs> What did I miss? Is everything okay? Um, probably not after this one. Oh, I have okay. this distinct feeling I'm going to break something, mostly myself. <laughs> Higher low. Low. You, you didn't do too bad. I mean, but not like great. You just kind of like stood there and had your fists up and you just kind of like went like, heh heh, and somehow hit them. <laughs> it's basically, I play punching bag for them for a little bit and they pretend to get hit by me. Yes. Yeah, no, that's yeah. You like, like blind hitting, you know, you, because you're scared, your eyes are closed and you just go like yeah. fist cups. <laughs> yeah, just like, ah! <laughs> So last one is uh, Daisy. Daisy. High or low? High. Oh, you did great. You, like, beat the <sighs> shit out of these kids with your spoon. Like, they tried to flank you, and you, like, did a windmill thing and, like, spun <laughs> around in a circle with your spoon and, like, nice. smacked them up on the head. Because these are two dwarfs, so they're, like, the same height as you. Yes. <laughs> you just kind of held it out and just smacked both of them in a swirl. It's like when I did my... Never mind. No. <laughs> so. So. So, yeah. That so you guys was fun! Can we do that again? I mean, hey, tomorrow's when school starts. You guys can, like, our, like, little square that we, did, like, work and stuff is going to be open. We're right next to the armory and inventory hall. Um, okay. So you guys is can, that, like... Is that almost close to that new building that they're building? Yeah, so when that building's done, that's actually where we're going to be moving in. We're going to be taking up uh, oh, the nice. gym in there after nice. school. Yeah. That's nice. Right now, we're in, like, one of the big rooms in the uh, inventory hall. Do you guys like cookies? Uh, sure. Okay, so t tomorrow or, or Saturday? Well, t tomorrow's, like, Wednesday. Uh, that's okay. when school starts. Uh, but we meet on Saturdays to, okay. like... what kind of cookies do you like? Uh, and it, as, as you say that, uh, one of the dwarfs in the back goes, like, Chocolate chip! Oh, I like and then the, and then the other one goes peanut butter. 
Well, how about and this? They, and then, like, you hear them start fighting each other, and they're taught, like, yelling back and forth and, pres- like, getting louder and louder, fighting over chocolate okay. chip and boys, peanut boys, butter. Boys, 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 boys. And I'm su- waving my spoon. I'm like, stop. How about I make chocolate chip peanut butter cookies? Yeah! And then they start throwing the ball back and forth again. All right. Okay. And guess what? I have some really nice chocolate chips that I brought from my town up in the Dwarven Hill Country. Yes. Just like Mom used to make is uh, what one of the... I can't guarantee it, but I will do my best. Cool. Uh, So uh, Lionel then hands you guys some little buttons that say BFA on them with a sword underlining (laughs) the word. And he hands you the buttons and goes like, uh, welcome to the BFA. Thank you. Do, do we have to wear this all the time, the button? Uh, well, you need it to get into the room that we practice in. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you very much. This yeah. reminds me when I was in the Dwarf Scouts. We had to get badges for everything we did. Do we, do we get a sash? Uh, I mean, it's just the one button. Oh, there's no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is, yeah are you looking for like so white fancy. belt, yellow belt, green belt? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's, it's just the button. No, but do we get buttons from the, uh, if we join other clubs, do we get uh, buttons for them? That just depends on if they have like a specific area dedicated to them. Oh, okay. uh, like I know the Alchemist Guild, you'll get a button because they're in like a separate room. Oh, okay. So you need the button to get in. I go, we're going to get another button. Oh, wonderful. I shall add it to my uh, row. He's like, he's got the uh, small brooch, you know, with a skull on it. And then next to it, there's going to be a button and then another button and another button. <laughs> Start getting the, the ranks of them like a military. Uh, you know. I was going to be like, you're going to be like Russell from Up with all of his badges on his <laughs> stash. Yep. yep. <laughs> Love that. Um. So, yeah, it starts. So it's about dinner time now by the time you guys get through all of the booths. Um, so you guys notice that a bunch of people are making it back to the dorm area and to the right. So you have the three, um, apartments for each year because there's no, you can only go to there for three years. So each year has an apartment and then there's a really big dining hall to the right. Um, yeah, so you I'm can see a bit hungry. Do we want to see what we get for dinner? Drip. Okay. <laughs> I, I agree. All right. Drip walks okay. over to Ray. Drip walks over to Ray and like holds out his hand, being like, "Hold, hold, hold," and he grabs your hand. Oh, look at you two! Aww. <laughs> and I, I, I grab Igor like I, I, you know how you hook like, in through the hook the arm. Yeah, hook hook the arm, and I'm like, I grab Igor's arm, and I was like, "Let's go!" and we so, walk off. As you're doing this, Bitsy, like, as you're, like, grabbing him, Bitsy realizes that you're short as a dwarf. Oh, really? And I'm going to need you to roll perception for me real quick. Perception. Is this going to be a Bitsy no moment? (laughs) What'd you get? Eight. Okay, you don't notice anything. Uh, But Igor, you look behind you guys and you see Bitsy has a cookie in his mouth. Bitsy! And as you say that, he, like, throws it up in the air and then, like, swallows it. And goes like, hmm? 
Hope it didn't have chocolate. <laughs> it's a necromancy dog. He's yeah, already dead. It wouldn't really matter. Yeah, he probably Eventually. doesn't even have intestines at this point. Yeah. Eventually, the whole cookie is just going to come back out the other side. Yeah, so he like he like eats it and then just immediately just poop. Falls out of a hole in his stomach between the ribs. <laughs> And like he looks in at between the patches, you know. Like <laughs> <laughs> and he looks, he looks up at Igor and goes like, "Hmm, quirky thing." Reach back, <laughs> hold on a second. Reach over, grab it, and you can have more later. <laughs> pocket <laughs> it, and you know, pocket it. And he starts like trotting around along right beside you, Igor. Was it so. one of the special cookies, or was it just a normal one? <laughs> it's just he just got one of the normal ones. So you guys enter oh, the uh, one brownie. <laughs> you guys enter the uh, dining hall, and it's a gigantic build like room. There's two stories to it. Uh, the second story is more of a balcony. It's a bunch of tables up there, just in case like the bottom area fills up. And along the sides of the dining hall, it's just buffet tables. So they've basically got as much food as they could to accommodate any dietary restrictions anyone has. They want to make sure everybody can eat here. Uh, and you can see that the many of the, like a bunch of the tables on the main floor have been filled already. And like a lot of the people are still going through the buffet as well. I do hope they have bone broth. Bone broth? Oh. It's it's an Igor staple. Oh, okay. Yep. So you guys go uh, any way you want to try and get your food. Um, I'm not really going to ask for you guys to like describe your food. It's just food. I mean, uh, so you guys, uh, do you want to sit on the first floor or the second floor? I don't any, know. Any's good for me. Yeah. Second floor. Second floor. Okay. I want to be able to have a good view of everyone. Second, it is. I was gonna say the only thing you would notice with Igor in this case is that even though he probably you know commented on wanting bone broth, he got a bowl and put a very small like one spoonful in it. <laughs> okay. And then piled up on a whole bunch of like fruits and vegetables and really nice you know sweets and candies and everything mm -hmm. else. So, you guys go up onto the second floor right next to the railing of the balcony, so you can like see over. And you guys look, and at the end of the hall, there is a large table that looks to seat 14 people. Nobody is there yet. It's completely empty. And as a bunch a bunch more character like kids come in and start getting food and sitting down, um a large uh a large ring, like a giant bell starts ringing in the hall, and all of the second year and third year students stop eating. And they all stand up and face the uh, table of 14. And as they all stand up, what do you guys do? I guess standing up too. I think we should okay. stand up. Okay, so you guys stand up as well. And as you all stand up, you notice this eight foot tall wizard walking up. And uh, upon further inspection, you can see that he is a fear bulg. And he comes in and he takes his seat right in the middle of the table and he well he doesn't take a seat yet he stands there and he looks at all of the students and he goes welcome to your another year at the Bartholomew School of 
magic and adventuring. I am the Grand Observer, Frederick Bartholomew II, and I am very happy to welcome all of you to my prestigious school, and I hope everyone has a wonderful year. Before you all get back to sitting, I will be introducing our faculty. Well, our main faculty. Because as you all know, we were originally made a... Uh, we were originally a, a magic school, and we recently added uh, martial art or the martial arts into it as well, so that fighters can join and the monks can join. Um, and then as you say that, they quickly add another chair to one side of the table because they miscounted. And so now there's 15 chairs um, at the table. And as he's, as he's still talking, he introduces uh, the four arcana. Uh, so I will first introduce the four arcanists. Uh, first up, we have our nature arcanist, uh, Mephite, M-E-P-H-I-T-E. Um, she will be overseeing any druid uh, classes that you would take. And as he says that, you see a elegant uh, nymph walk up and take her seat right next to Frederick Bartholomew. Next, pretty. next we have Olcor the Small. And you hear a large thump, thump as this giant walks in. Uh, and takes a seat right next to uh, Bartholomew. And he goes, this is our celestial uh, arcanist. He will be overseeing any cleric things that we would be doing. Next, we have Fenin Tarnar. Uh, they will be uh, overseeing any of our elemental magic that you all would like to pursue. And you see a slightly smaller Fearbolg walk in and take a seat next to the Dru... Uh, the nymph. And then he goes, Manta Bridge. My water bottle just fell over. Uh, she teaches any wild magic, so if any of you are of wild magic descent, such as a sorcerer or a barbarian who has been blessed with wild magic, she will help oversee any of those classes. And you see this very large Luxodon come in and sit next to Olcor the Small. Uh, next up are all of our magisters. Uh, they all represent every class or every type of magic you can encounter, encounter such as abjur abjuration, conjuration, and all that stuff. Um, and he introduces all of them, and one of them looks familiar to you guys. Uh, you guys notice Sir Quincy Adams eventually, as he's calling all these names, come in and sit down and he's like waving at everybody and he notices you guys up in the up at the top and he like gives a nice big wave and smile to you guys as he sees you all up on the on the top floor Igor waves back <laughs> um and then we after all of our magisters we have uh, our head of security Carson Dooley uh, and you see a little gnome, like, marching in on a little mechanical robot that makes him taller. And he comes in and he, like, waves and stuff. And he's followed by those two robots that you saw earlier. And they stand behind him as he sits down at the table. Um, 
And then lastly, we have Sir Hammond Jeffries. He is our lead fighter and will oversee any of our martial arts. And you see this uh, man come in and you guys are aware of this type of species because it's a homebrew that Lars made for this world. Uh, he's a pigloid. So he's basically a pig person, kind of like the pig or the piglins in Minecraft is basically how Lars made it. That was where um, my mind went. It's like, yeah, did we did yeah. we get this from the piglins? Yes. Yeah, so Lars made this race based off of the piglins. Nice. Uh, so you see, you see a pig, uh, a, a man or a male pig come in and sit on the edge on a chair that is not as intricate as everybody else's. It looks just kind of it look. It's like the equivalent to a folding chair, like a folding chair that they just kind of slapped on the edge of the table. Wow. They like legit. They legit forgot about him. Um, so yeah, as, and then after they announce everybody about 20 minutes has passed as they're doing this. And then, uh, Frederick or Bar Frederick Bartholomew then just waves his hands up in the air. And I'm pretty sure you guys are like, oh man, my food's cold. Like we've been waiting for so long. And he waves his hands and all of the food in the entire hall is warm again. Oh, did and you see that? Very impressive. And then he says, welcome to another great year at the Bartholomew School of Magic and Adventuring. You may all continue eating. And it's then they sit down and all the magic and they're eating now as well. I have this distinct belief that they either are not diviners or they're amazing diviners. <laughs> so yeah, now you guys are all eating. Before I start, I'm going to go like, Enguita, and I start shoveling food in my mouth. Cool. Yeah, Igor's a pretty dainty eater. And he's absolutely, <laughs> I'm sure he's absolutely fascinated by how Ray is eating. <laughs> uh, Ray, like sitting there like, are y'all sure this is like food? Is yes, safe? it's good. So as as I'm shoving food in my mouth, I'm going to uh, Drip is like doing the, the chicken thing. He's like pecking at the food. Like a chicken would eat their food. That's how he eats. And he looks up at Ray and he goes, good soup. Soup. All right, soup. I trust you. <laughs> is he doing the thing where he like picks at it and then tilts his head back and you can see like the 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 go like gog gobbles the water down kind of thing? Yeah, so it's, cute. Yeah. So you guys finish eating, um, and then everybody retires to their dorms for the night. Um, so yeah, that's the first episode, guys. The joy and fun of the day comes to a close. The students are all making their way to sleep anticipating a full day of classes tomorrow. Off into the distant wild forest to the north, a subtle, a subtle growl can be heard, along with the words, Must be free. A young dragonborn is searching through the woods, attempting to find this voice. He has no luck and only gets himself trapped deeper in the woods. He's lost to the wild and no one can hear his screams. That's it for the first episode of Critical Misfits. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can look us up under Critical Misfits there. And you can also support us over on Ko-fi so that we can do things like buy some better equipment for like our voice and microphones. 
so we can all sound the best in this podcast. So yeah. Don't forget to share anything. And if you share anything, be sure to tag us on any social media that we're in or use the hashtag Critical Misfits. Cannot wait to see you guys next month or next week or next two weeks. And we'll see you all then. Bye, guys. Bye.